We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. I don't know either. I don't know that I always because I never like when we started podcasting, I never thought that was even a thing like that. Never thought came to my mind where you can like play back yourself in your own headphones. Oh, really? Yeah, I never. I mean, maybe because I never fucked with any like audio stuff yeah. ever before that I, I well, could hear yourself. So I was weirded out when we first started and we used headphones with like other people that I couldn't hear myself because when I did the whole rapping thing in high school, whenever you record, you can hear yourself as you're because like with actual studio headphones and even with my, the buds that I have in, you can like noise cancel. So all you hear is like your internal, which isn't like actually how you sound because your internal is like plugged ears. You know, it's not how people hear you. It's just kind of like, the noise that reverberates inside your head. So with studio headphones on, you have to be able to hear yourself so you can hear like your pitch and everything. And so it was weird when we first started doing this and I couldn't hear myself. I was like, uh, I feel like I should be able to hear myself. And I don't know how to fucking do it now. I just saw Joe Rogan talking about it on his podcast. And I was like, wait, that's why they were the headphones <laughs> yeah it's so yeah and so you don't like talk over each other and it's it yeah. makes it easier like that yeah i think he said that his is like he can hear everyone in the like everyone yeah you can hear his. every yeah yeah because you're not listening to like you don't want to try to listen to somebody oh yeah with headphones with on fucking headphones on yeah no shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you hear everybody's playback but you also hear yours and uh mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know how to fucking do it. I don't know if it's because it's Zoom or because we, the way we set up our mics or whatever, but I haven't. This is a shitty podcast. Like, but this is what you get. Like, I don't know. I don't we don't know our volume. We don't know anything. We just kind of fucking roll with the flow. And when yeah. we just we, we barely edit and we the only thing we edit is uh, p- putting things together and putting the intro and the outro together and you get what you get. Like, that's what you're here for. You get what you get with us. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, we obviously take suggestions too. Cause someone's like, Hey, can you turn down the, uh, the yeah, outro? The, yeah. And I was like, Oh, I can do that. And Luke, Luke walked me through it and he's like, yeah, dude, you can just do this. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And because the, the outro outro is not loud. <laughs> yeah. Cause our outro is our original intro. And I always yeah. had to turn it down when I edited everything. But now that you're doing the audio and I'm doing the video, I forgot to tell you that we need to turn down that. I turn it down to like 60% of what it usually is 
50, 60%. You have to listen to it because when you listen to it in headphones, you're like, fuck. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like loud as hell. And then it goes to our voices and it's like, hello, this is Biting the Bullet podcast. Like, that's what it sounds like, even though we're talking normal, but compared yeah. to the fucking intro, it was intense. So you have to turn it down. I turn it down on the, the video version. I don't even know if anybody listens to it. But speaking of YouTube, like we got like almost, I think we're a little over 300 fucking subscribers on YouTube. Pretty crazy. I don't fucking promote it at all. I just put it underneath our anchor link every time or our Spotify link every time we share it on the, uh, the, uh, tw- on Twitter, on the Twitter. <laughs> oh, speaking of Twitter, fucking Elon Musk trying to buy it outright. Hilarious. Especially after oh, yeah. like not becoming a fucking board member. I think so. Twitter is acting kind of like, uh, I don't remember that guy's fucking name, whatever the Indian dude, red dot, Indian, not feather, but whatever his name is, that's like in charge of it now. He uh he was like, We're Elon Musk isn't becoming a board member. And then the next day, Elon Musk is like, Yeah, I'm just gonna buy, I'm gonna just gonna try and buy Twitter outright. Yeah. Savage. Fucking savage. Best African American yeah. in the United States. Yeah, and like it's like uh it's kind of like we have to cheer for Elon Musk because it's yeah. like we, we have no one else. Guys, we have no one yeah. else on our side in this uh, technocratic war. And it's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know what Elon Musk is going to do, but I hope it's different. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even, yeah, it's not even like, I'm like, oh, Elon Musk is going to be pro-freedom or whatever. But it seems like at the very least, he's going to make it so like, dude, even if more COVID information didn't get, you know, slaughtered down. Like I'd be okay. Like that, that'd be a win. That'd be a win in Dude, my book. You know what? Well, I think what, I don't think they're afraid of Elon Musk, dude. They're afraid of big daddy coming back to Twitter, dude. <laughs> big daddy. Donald, oh, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump dude. Letting Trump back on Twitter. That'd be fucking dude. hilarious. Dude. If I mean, that, I mean, I don't know what Elon Musk says is like, he's, he's concerned about free speech. Dude. Did you see him slam Saudi Arabia on Twitter? uh oh yeah dude that was savage because the kingdom and actually yeah it's like uh the kingdom and some other dude um it's like the kingdom of saudi arabia and then some fucking prince basically they're like we own 5.6 percent they're like the next highest uh owner percentage of shares uh of twitter over or second to elon musk himself and they're like, we will not stand for Elon Musk bot taking over Twitter kind of thing. And it's like, uh, and what are these? You have to, if you pull it up, let me know when you pull it up. But he basically was like, what do you guys believe in free speech? Like, what part of free speech do you guys believe in? Just fucking slams him. I think he said he had two questions for him or something like that. What's up, everyone? Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David Day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D-A-V-I-D-D-D, 
A-Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, I'm trying to find it. Where the fuck is it? He doesn't tweet that. It's a reply. It's a reply. It wasn't That's a quote right. tweet. So... But he does reply a lot. Dude, for somebody that's doing as much as he is, he's on Twitter quite a bit for the amount that he's on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's on Twitter all the time, but he's on Twitter a lot for how fucking whatever the shit he runs. Did you see his documentary yet on uh, on the first uh, Space Force or not Space Force, the first SpaceX um, shit? It's on Netflix now. It's like Um, the first SpaceX flight. No, it's really good. It's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. <clears throat> Should watch it. I just found it. Okay. So I can't. I don't even know, dude. I don't know this dude's name, and I'm not going to per- uh, sign it. But it's Try the chairman it. of the Try board. It. Try it. Uh, no, uh, the chairman of the board for uh, like a bunch of shit. I don't know. He's really high up there in uh, Saudi Arabia. He's probably there's some advisor or something to one of the princes or something, and. It says, I don't believe that the proposed offer by Elon Musk um, comes close to the intrinsical value of Twitter, given its growth prospects. Being one of the largest shareholders and long, long-term shareholders of Twitter, uh, I reject your offer. And then Elon Musk replied, interesting, just two questions, if I may. How much of Twitter does the kingdom own directly and indirectly? What are the kingdom's views on journalistic freedom of speech? <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, and we all know what Saudi Arabia thinks on journalistic freedom of speech. Not very yeah. highly. Yeah, I mean, they were just in, like, uh, I mean, it was just reported, like, I think it was even in the Washington Times, but they, like, killed a journalist, like, within yeah. the last year. Like, recently. High yeah. yeah, just recently. So it was like, holy shit, dude, you just slammed the Saudis on Twitter. And... I don't know. And a lot of these blue check marks are like freaking out. Like, yeah, dude, I shared that's the some best of the part. fucking tweets, dude. Like one said it would like literally cause World War Three if I know took over Twitter. What and... the fuck? It, like these people are so out of their goddamn minds. I sent I sent a post to my um, I I've been trying to get my mom to understand that the media and everything else because you know if you're if you're like a norm normal fucking human being that doesn't think the insane things that we think um even though i think we're more normal and actually know what reality is compared to most people in my opinion uh you know you don't think that the left is the left is still the underdog to a lot of people like the left is still like the purveyor of justice for a lot of people you know what i mean over the right for a lot of people, a lot of fucking people. So I've been trying to get them to understand that the left controls all media besides Fox news. But even then Fox news is centrist for, for the most part than it is yeah. right wing media. I mean, the only one that has a different opinion on Fox news about this Russia thing is like Tucker, Tucker. Carlson. Yeah. Everyone and else on so the screaming. And I, I was trying to get her to understand that the, uh, I think that one report that came out from the uh, came out from the United States government saying that it was, I don't know, 30, 40 percent of uh, universities, university teachers, tenured teachers are uh, outright Marxists like they are 
actual Marxists. Yeah. Um, Fuck, man. I, I think it, I think it was 20%. I'm probably, uh, uh, overstating that. I think it was 20%. And that's just Marxist. That's not, you know, run of the mill socialism, um, yeah. communist yeah. or anything else. That's just and outright it, and, Marxism. And, dude, and be, like and, we went to the university, dude. It's pretty yeah. obvious. Like, no, it's, it's very obvious clearly obvious. That, yeah, it's very clear. Black. Yeah. And so, and I, I was trying to get her, get her to understand that these places are ran by, like the institutions of the United States are ran by leftist fucking ideologues, you know, and they don't really the believe it. Like she, like my, <laughs> well, the speaking of, <laughs> well, no, speaking of, so I saw this and I keep trying to tell them, especially the media at the very minimum, I just want them to hate the, the, uh, the media as much as I do, because I want, I want people to normalize calling out the media and wanting to tar and feather them. So I, I saw this and it was the New York times, opinion section and this is the quote uh from the newyorktimes.com opinion section and it's this weekend jews around the world will celebrate the holiday of passover writes shalom shalom osplander perhaps now is a good time to teach our children to pass over god to be un as unlike him as possible <laughs> Wait, what, what was this article what, what was this from the New York Times. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so I just sent that to her, and I I just put like like the like the the emoji that's like clenching his teeth, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. because I was like, because I think we were just talking about this, and I was like, they're openly attacking religion, and I was like, I'm not, I fuck everybody on this show is, knows how I feel about religion. Everybody sure, fucking yeah. knows how I feel about religion. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. But I'm not going to act like you're going to be able to attack one of the basic tenets of how most people grew up in their lives, whether it's Jewish, Christian, whatever. And these people are attacking all religious institutions. And uh, what's the what's the opposite of like, uh, like what's Sam Harris? What's what's he considered? An atheist. Well, he's an atheist, but what's it's not uh, it's not postmodernism. What's the other word for them? Like secularism? Is that what it is? I think it's secularism. I don't know, um, dude. I wouldn't. I don't know this part. <laughs> I think it's secular. I couldn't think of the word the other day because uh, her boss brought up uh, Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson to her the other day. Really fucking funny. That was a weird. Con- like I was like, that's super fucking weird. Uh, and so she she asked me who Sam Harris was. And I was like, he's, you know, a postmodern leftist, but fucking normal people don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. No yeah two, you, they, you, you tell someone like, oh, he's a postmodernist. They're going to look at you like you're fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so like, I was like trying to explain it and I was trying to think of the word secularism and I couldn't think of it the other day. And I'm surprised I figured it out now, but I was like, there, it's not just Christianity, dude. They're going after the Jews. They're going after fucking Kwanzaa. They're going after fucking Buddhists. They're going after all these people. And they're saying that our science is fact and you can't believe these things and pass over God, even though fucking God should be their champion because he was a goddamn socialist. Like, I don't know. I just don't. I The people that are starting the culture war aren't 
the white racists in the Appalachian Mountains. The people yeah. that are offensive in this war, that are on the offensive in this fucking war, is the green-haired, thick-rimmed glasses, 300 pounds overweight, fucking secular, postmodern, 25 to 43-year-olds, usually white women. That's your and then like <laughs> anorexic ass. I did long distance cross country in high school. I'm in shape, but I also like weed and haven't ran in 16 years since I got out of high school. Um, white men like that's that's these are the people that run the country, uh, oh, at least in sentiment. Runners. Oh, huh? I hope you have gone out the cross country runners, dude. Oh, what are they going to do? <laughs> Fucking chase me? Like, okay, bro. <laughs> You're, I, you can, what do you, what are they going to do when they catch up to me? Like, I'm not going to run, but if they catch up to me, they're, their fucking legs are the size of my fucking smoking pen, whatever it's fucking called. The views, the fucking, vape. whatever it's called, <laughs> my vape. You know, like, I, I don't care. Like, I'm not worried about these people, but it's the people that pander to those people that are making decisions and they're making decisions because all those people do are screech online, which don't get me wrong. We screech online too. We have our re, re, re moments, but like fucking hell when things, the problem is more people. I think we talked about this before is more people going into the military and the military only accepting people that are among this idea and if they continue to keep going and only accepting people that are among this idea and the easy easiest litmus test is are you vaccinated yeah um, well i was that, i was thinking about like dude putting the trans in the military from their perspective is probably a really good idea oh yeah so, because not only is it like you're taking this trans person who i don't know i'm not saying they were like humiliated in society or whatever but like there's certain parts now they don't country. have to have actual women in the military but they can say they do <laughs> yeah dude that you're right that's that's even smarter actually <laughs> but fucking but now you have this like trans person and you put them in this high position and you praise them for just being trans that person's gonna be like loyal as fuck and be like oh, yeah. i'm gonna serve that those people with some pride yeah. Now those are like in charge of the military, dude. They they might buy into that belief that there's a bunch of rednecks that hate you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and they do. And you know, there's those rednecks that do. I I fuck. I don't. I I think it's stupid to say that there's not people in this country that don't hate trans people just for them being trans. Like that's not a it's not an asinine statement. Oh, yeah. I don't really give a shit. But you know fucking let lady boys be lady boys like who gives a shit but literally they are effectively the military can effectively increase their ranks of women without actually adding women that's pretty smart dude actually yeah yeah it'll be an all dick marine corps because yeah. <laughs> yeah they're men and women but they all got dicks <laughs> yeah. some of those women probably got bigger dicks than some of the men let's be honest oh for sure dude that's that's but, one thing we got to see a lot of yeah there's a lot of dick there was already a lot of dick in the marine corps there's already a lot of dick you don't need more 
Yeah, I mean there was I mean there was already problems when it was like four percent of the Marine Corps hey, was women. But <laughs> look, less pregnancy. Uh, this they is can't. true. Less pregnancy, more battle efficient to Dude, take I'm out certain, the Appalachian you know rednecks. Trans in the military is just way more efficient. <laughs> this is it's just way, way more, more efficient, dude. You know, they're pro- dude, the fucking people in the top. Let's are draft like, them. Let's draft yeah. them tomorrow. <laughs> draft the trannies. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with paying for the I'm cool. I'm cool for that going into my tax dollars. That's what your tax dollars should go to is yeah. the draft the trannies. They and will serve you know what? honorably. I mean, the military already puts the uh, the the people with the highest like. Um, what's the word? They already put people that are more prone to killing themselves in the Marine Corps. So why not get the group that has the highest uh, yeah. suicide rate in the nation being one of the smallest percentages of the nation? Let's throw them all in the military. Um, so they can hate themselves as much as you and I hate ourselves. Yeah, we'll just treat it like it's the inflation rate. Like it'll be like, oh, the suicides are getting pretty high, but it's worth it. It's worth it. We got to stop Russia. <laughs> Dude, imagine how many trans libertarians come out of the Marine Corps if that happened. I don't know. I think the Libertarian Party would know what to do with them. Hmm. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Would they come out? You think they'd come out libertarian, dude? I think they'd. Dude, they they came out of the closet. They'll come out libertarian. Like it's. That's true. These are facts. But <laughs> well, I don't know, dude. I don't. I guess it's possible. Dude, dude once you get a, a taste of, of socialism, a true socialism, and be like, look, this is socialism. You get it every day. I think they'll get it. Yeah, I think I think people come to the realization of like what like I think that's why like a lot of fucking Marines, I think maybe Marines most, at least that's the who we run into the most. They tend to be more hardcore conservatives or libertarian leaning. And yeah. I think it's because they realize like, yo, dude, this government in your face every day, this sucks, bro. <laughs> yeah. This food is garbage. <laughs> I, I got to talk to my cousin the other day. I haven't talked to him since I was like 12. Um, it's on my dad's side. And he, uh, it was just random. I was actually waiting for a call back from a job and uh, from a, a job opportunity. And I, I answered and I was like, hello, this is Luke. And he's like, hey, Luke, it's, it's Michael. And I'm like, hey, Michael. And Michael is actually the guy that uh, it's the same name as the guy that's recruiting me from this company. And so I was like, Hey, Michael, like I haven't got a call back from this lady that was supposed to call me. He's the Michael is like a recruiter. And I was like, I haven't got a call back from this lady. I called her and she, uh, she didn't answer. And he was like, what? (laughs) And he's like, it's, it's Michael, your cousin. And I was like, Oh shit. That's why it's, you know, this area code. And I was like, dude, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. We're fucking bullshitting back and forth. And, uh, uh, I, I, had, I had known that he had joined the army and I guess he had just gotten out last year and it was kind of crazy because we were talking about it and he was part of the uh, global response force that kind of came out of uh, last year. He didn't do anything. 
which I'm happy he didn't, you know, obviously, but he was like, yeah, I was still, I was excited to go. And I didn't really, I haven't talked to this kid in fucking since I, like I said, since I was like 12, 11, 12. And he was, he's younger than me. He's three, four years younger than me. And I'm 28 now. So, you know, it's been a while since I've talked to him. And uh, I told him not to join because he asked me one time, before he graduated high school if he should join and i was like nah man don't fucking join um but he ended up joining and i guess he got out last year so he had been at least one enlistment and i think he kind of joined a little late like i don't think he joined right out of high school i don't really remember we didn't go into it too much but it was crazy to me that he was like excited and that he still to like go Cause like, I, but then I was remembering like when my last year in, I was still trying to go to Iraq, even though yeah. I came to this like conclusion that most of the war was wrong, but I was like, I'm still a Marine. And if I, if not me, then who, if not now, then when, you know, like that kind of idea. And it was just fucking wild. And it was like, like all those, that kind of mentality. It's like, it makes sense. It fucking makes sense. Like, you can't even fucking blame these people, but he he's a year out now and he's like, dude, it's so fucking good to be out. But a lot of civilians pissed me off. And I was like, I was sitting there remembering how shitty like the first year out was. I tell my yeah, girlfriend dude. this all the time. Like I was just a piece of shit. Like I fucking hated everybody. I was angry all the time. Like I just sucked as a fucking person, sucked as a friend. Like I was just, I'd sucked as a son. Like I was just fucking angry when I first yeah. got out. And sucked as a student sucked as a co-worker like it didn't matter any way that you could just be a piece of shit i was being a piece of shit and uh you're just angry because nothing's like the way it was and you get so fucking trapped intrinsically into this fucking four years of your life and for a lot of people you want it for the rest of your life like originally i thought i was going to go in and do 20 and i mean fucking out of boot camp i knew i was only doing four you know what i mean but Originally, I went in there with the mindset of doing 20, fucking setting my life up, retirement at 38, and then doing some fucking job until I can get another retirement. Yeah. Retire again at fucking 58 and then be set for the rest of my life and, you know, sail into the fucking sunset. But then you realize it's not at all all it's cracked up to be. And you have any kind of free thinking mind. You're like, this is bullshit. And you're absolutely a fucking warmonger that wants to go to war because you're a psychopath. That's why you joined the military in the first place. And then you get out and you fucking hate everything and people don't move fast enough. I, you remember like walking around (laughs) and people not moving fast enough. Yeah, dude, people, dude, I don't know what it was. Maybe like, cause it, it just became like second nature to it. Like you're speed walking everywhere. And I'm not saying on our like Liberty, our free time. And when we're in the Marine Corps that we're speed walking everywhere, but we're moving with some pace, like way faster than everyone else around us. And it's so weird yeah. when you get to like college and you're walking, dude, and this like 18 year old kids like staring at his phone, dragging his skateboard. And you're like, move out of my fucking way, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And it pisses you off. And like, I remember drinking at a bar by myself at the end of the bar 
and not knowing anybody at this bar, just like, and this is like a packed bar. It was fucking blasted barley when it used to be blasted barley. Dude, not you're the meme. Fucking- you're the meme, dude. <laughs> you're the Which meme, meme, bro. It's when everyone's partying around and it's that dude standing in the corner and there's like, they don't know that I'd fucking kill everyone here. You know, like that guy standing, <laughs> yeah. That's standing yeah, well, in the corner it wasn't really crazy shit. It wasn't really that. <laughs> I just needed to like, uh, like I wanted to be around people but I hated people. If that makes sense. Like I wanted to be around people because yeah. I was already had like you, a social anxiety I, around I think you people wanted, that like, weren't people friend, that I knew, but yeah. you didn't. Yeah. I just wanted want, you, Well, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like you want, like, you know, when we go, when we went to the bars, we like, just like most of the time are in our own little bubble, but there's people around, you know, like we're just yeah. hanging out with our crew, like just talking, like everyone else is just non-existent in the bar. And then I was just thinking that, like, when you got out, you got out before all of us and you were out there, like, by yourself. <laughs> and, yeah. And so it's just funny. We were like, fuck, man, I have no friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and yeah. And it was so it was like by yourself. And I was just sitting there like, what the fuck am I doing? And just hanging out at a bar. And I, I like Blasted Barley was cool because they played movies on the on the bar <laughs> screens so i'd sit there and read the captions on the movies and just drink for a couple hours and randomly talk to people that's where i got asked to do gay porn at that's where i fucking um the only people that ended up talking to me was old marine vets gay dudes and the bartenders and that's where i met we, where we met our buddy marcus like i met i talked to him for a long time uh he was super cool and then uh and then our buddy Aram, I talked to him for a while too because he was yeah, just like, "You come in here all the time, like what's up?" Yeah. yeah, we ended up working for him for a little bit, but yeah. So like, I just remember that, and thankfully, like he has it a little bit better. I mean, he had he has a wife and my my cousin. He has a, a wife and you know two kids, and so it's different for him. But I still feel his fucking pain, and yeah. like he's like it's it's fucking weird because you know I'm so strict on myself but at the same time like i got way less strict than i was in the military and these people are still pissing me off yeah yeah well there's like you know when you got get out of the military there was those like you know the military like especially in the marine Corps, they held you to this like high standard but like yeah and then but when you get out you get rid of like half of it where you're like i'm not yeah. doing this stupid shit that i thought was stupid the whole time like all this stuff that they made me do, I'm not doing it. But there was some things where like, I learned that from the Marine Corps, that but sense. that's actually kind of smart. That, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to continue doing that. But then you move into an environment where like people don't do those same things you do that you're, that you think it's just common sense because you've been doing it and your whole people around you do it, but no one else does that. There's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like a different culture, I guess. I don't even know yeah. really how I've still, after all these years, don't really know how to explain it the best way. <laughs> yeah it it doesn't it, it's diff it's it's definitely a culture like it's a culture shock getting out like that's the only way to explain it it's a fucking culture shock and it's really and the thing is is looking back at it it really wasn't that bad like it wasn't as crazy as i spun it up in my head you know like at that point in time like i spun it way more up in my head yeah than it was actually bad um it yeah. wasn't that bad but at the time, it was like, this is fucking hell. Like, I remember driving to uh, my parents and I was in the East Valley and they lived in the West Valley. And I don't remember how I got there. Like, I wasn't drunk or anything, but like, 
I was so out of like touch with everything that I just autopilot through my day. You know what I mean? You played music and just stared. And all of a sudden you were, you're like, Oh, I'm at my parents' house. Yeah. And then, but that was how, like, I would go to class completely gone. Like, and then I would be at work and I'm like, fuck, how long have I been here? Like I just, and I'd been working for an hour and a half and I was in class last time. Last thing I really truly remember was like eating lunch at 1230 or some shit like that. And yeah, it's just yeah. like a wild fucking, like, it's just such a weird dynamic. And a lot of people don't get that. And I don't remember how we got on this topic. I know we were talking about drafting all the trans, but I, I'd feel, I actually, we shouldn't do that to them. It's already a shitty enough place. I don't want, <laughs> they deal with enough. We, we shouldn't do that. To them. Yeah, we shouldn't, we shouldn't do that to the Russians. Okay. We shouldn't do that. <laughs> Bunch of trannies coming at them, dude. That's just weird. <laughs> oh, that's probably the way to win actually against Russia. Like they, they probably wouldn't dude, like that. Well, my thing I was thinking about like, why would Ukraine side with like Nazis? Cause the, like the not uh, and Nazi propaganda, like the Nazi hate, that's been going on for a long time. Like we were, yeah. like that was in like public school where it was like Nazis bad, and that's what we fucking knew. And then we had stories of our grandparents and stuff. So like this is like propaganda that the the fucking they've been feeding us about to justify World War II for a long time, right? Yeah. So them siding with the Nazis, like that just seems stupid. And that just seems so easy for like Putin to call out and be like, you guys got Typo. fucking Nazis. They're, they're neo-Nazis. It's not the same. Well, I was, I did, I, I read into some of the, like how the, not like the Nazis in Ukraine. And well, and something interesting is like Putin, Putin has decided that Russians will take no mercy on Nazis. Like Nazis are free game for war crimes. You can just <laughs> slaughter fucking Nazis. So these guys and the, and the Nazis in Ukraine, they they fucking hate Russians. They fucking hate them. They think they're a bunch of Jews, right? Yeah. Or communists, maybe even that too. But so these guys are like the perfect thing. If like just a military perspective, these Nazis are perfect. They are pretty good military force. They really helped out Ukraine before. And these guys are going to fight to the death now. Because they know they're going to be fucked anyways if the Russians get them. <laughs> so they're going to fight tooth and nail to the last man. So like a military perspective, it makes sense for Ukraine to side with these Nazis. These Nazis are brutal and they hate Russians. This is perfect. But the whole West is like scratching their head thinking like, well, but I don't know. Are we really going to? Is there really Nazis, guys? They're but like, are they the good Nazis? Like now we're all justifying, like, are they good? Are they bad? We have to find these justifications. And it just seems like just a dumb, dumb idea in this whole perspective. <laughs> I mean, we have 80 years of propaganda that's like Nazis are bad. Like we have like three or four generations of Americans that all believe equally Nazis are bad. I mean, there's a whole half of the country that doesn't even know about the communists like no one really knows about the communists that much so they well, side it like, with the it's Nazis. like it's like three generations that hated the nazis but it's like two generations that hated the russians because of the cold war that's true so, that's true you, you know, know it's kind of like 
it's one of those it's one of those where it's like the most recent enemy is the worst one because you can be like well they're not the same nazis i guess but at the same time i mean most i mean if you look at the comments on any of like the azov battalion shit most of these people are like they're not actual nazis they just hate yeah. jews and russians because they think they're jewish and it's like all right so they're anti-semitic blonde-haired blue-eyed national socialists yes yeah. is a blonde-haired blue-eyed national socialist a nazi yes so the ukrainian national socialist blonde-haired blue-eyed anti-semitic battalions are nazis no i don't think so all right okay cool. yeah yeah uh, yeah that meme i guess we'll yeah. just uh i guess we'll just fucking move on it's that patrick it's that spongebob yeah. patrick meme i guess yeah. this is your id yes this is your name yeah, yeah, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. so you are this no okay all right well i guess we'll just fucking move on because at that at a certain point it's like why do you like that's why it's just at this point all social media for me is just just like i'm just gonna be like okay you're not like i'm just gonna do the same thing that they do because (laughs) honestly it's fun and it's funny to see the reactions it's like the one dude that i was calling fatty mcfat fat last night on your fucking uh twitter post and i don't even know what the guy looks like but i just knew he was upset that Somebody got called fat, and I was like, "Oh, you're probably fat." Yeah, and then well, he was. I like, called Governor okay. Pritzker a fatty on Twitter. Yeah, and, and then he got upset about it, and it's like, "Well, I don't, I don't even care if you're fat or not. You could be, you could be ninety, you could be bulimic, and I'm gonna call you fat. That's actually probably something uh, horrible to do. You shouldn't call bulimic people fat because they end up killing themselves. But you know, you could be, you know, Luke, you just underweight. Called <laughs> And in shape, oh, fuck, not the first one. Uh, uh, you know, you could be, you know, incredibly in shape. And I'd be like, no, you're fat. Just to, at, at that point to that person, just because it was like, I'm just going to do this to get under your skin. And it's the same thing that you're doing just because you're offended on behalf of somebody else. So uh, yeah, it's fighting fire with fire or whatever else, or throwing oil into a of or throwing water into an oil fire but like i don't give a shit let's make let's watch let's watch the fucking flames because it's interesting it gives me five minutes of dopamine and then i can go back to whatever i'm doing and just get on with my day because it really doesn't affect me that much yeah it's pretty yeah it's pretty crazy how well i just think it's crazy too that it's like everyone just like lock stepped like we were all the mask and that was like the profile or or Especially on Twitter, I don't know why, but you you'll see the people that really buy into the propaganda. They'll start putting it in their like header, their 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 yeah. username or whatever. Yeah. So if it's like get the vaccine, they'll have little vaccines in their fucking or syringes in their handle. But now it's like the Ukrainian flag, and it's so crazy too, because it's like it it's always the people that are cheering on the war the most. Like, yeah, if I if if you see like two people, you know, squaring up in a bar, so say they're your friends, you know, say they're your friends going at it in a bar. Is your goal to take one guy that's fighting your two friends, take one of them and give him a knife and be like, get back in there. 
Like, is that your goal in breaking <laughs> up your fucking friend's fight? Like, oh yeah, here's a knife. Go fucking go finish the yeah. fight. Or Dude, is that's the such idea a good maybe... example. That's such a great example because it's like, do you just maybe you want to step do you in just... between them and be like, hey guys, let's not do this. <laughs> maybe this is kind of stupid and it doesn't work out for anybody, and we all have to live together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like like you know, it's just like. And sometimes, like, don't get me wrong, we're the first people to say when it comes to people to people, like our friends and stuff, sometimes you just got to whack it out. Like, sometimes you just got to fucking go off on each other for a couple seconds. Maybe maybe we just let Russia and Ukraine whack it out a little bit and then we slow down. We let them do it by themselves and we make sure it doesn't get dirty. Yeah. And no one else gets involved. And no yeah. one else gets involved. You, you don't let anybody jump in. That's what you're supposed to do. Your boy and some random dude at a fucking bar get into the tussle. You make sure nobody else gets involved. You let them take out. You, well, you try to defuse it. If you can't defuse it, then you let them fucking fucking have a little tally brook, bud. You let them go. You let <laughs> yeah. them fucking do it. You let yeah. Them, throw some Donnie Brooks in there, bud. Like you just let them do it. And then. After a certain time period, it's like one's had enough or it's not getting anywhere and it's kind of a stalemate. Yep. Yeah. Once you break it, them up, once you're and it's like, on all right, it's done. Into murder. You stay on that side then... of the bar. You stay on that side <laughs> of the bar. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And it's your job as friends to keep them that way because you don't need another fight because you guys fucked it up the first time and couldn't win one way or the other. And even when you do win, the first thing you do is go and buy that dude a fucking beer. Be like, good fucking tussle, bud. That's and what we need, dude. We need Putin Zelensky to sit down and have a beer. Dude, I would pay for that fight. I would pay $100 for that <laughs> fight. Dude, I think... Mm, but they have think, to have a beer afterwards. Yeah. They, they fight, both speak they, fucking Russian. That's it, dude. They fight, you know, if if Putin wins, they get the Donbass. If Ukraine wins, they join NATO. Let's leave it up, dude. Putin, yeah. Zelensky, they square up. We should draft like a like a professional looking letter. All right. We should have somebody draft a professional looking letter for us. And that's like the terms. And then share it around on social media with our signatures on it and see how that goes over. Let's, let's uh, see how many people we can get to sign our petition. We're gonna start a petition for a cage. Might we'll put it on pay per view. So yeah, well, we get Dana White involved. He's the best promoter in the fucking game. That's true. What's what's neutral? Uh, Switzerland's not neutral anymore. So where are we putting this show on at? Typo. That's true, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Those Nordic countries aren't very neutral anymore right now. They're thinking about dude. The Nordic. I know. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Once the Vikings died out and became pagan, that whole society just went down and there's a lot of fucking inbreeding in those countries at this point so do you think the vikings did some inbreeding uh no i think there was plenty i think it's once they no became idea. christian they uh started it was down a lot it's downhill from there huh <laughs> yeah once you become christian fuck <laughs> you can marry your cousin whenever you want you mean i can't rape and pillage anymore <laughs> yeah that's the thing they they didn't they didn't have you know they weren't they weren't marrying their cousins because, well, maybe they were married to their cousins, but they weren't breeding with them. They were raping and pillaging villages all across England. 
That's pretty sick. And apparently they got to Canada and Mexico. There's fucking, like, I don't know, 1,100 years before. I don't know if it's that long. But sometime before fucking whenever Christopher Columbus got there and then the time before the guy that everybody's like, no, it was actually this guy that founded the Americas. They found Nordic um, houses and Nordic tools before both of those events. And they were in Mexico and in fucking Canada. So, you know, the Vikings were dope and were spreading their seed everywhere. They didn't have to, they didn't have a whole lot of autism in their, in their culture until they stayed on their islands and became a lot of mushrooms. Christian nations. I don't, I don't yeah. really know. Yeah. They did eat a lot I of saw, mushrooms. I watch Vikings. But in a I lot of I, those societies, I know a lot of those, those like ancient societies had, they were very involved in, you know, um, psychedelics, whether it was mushrooms or any other kind of psychedelics from natural plants that they could get. Mayans, huge into psychedelics, fucking um, yeah, dude. Egyptians, fucking huge into psychedelics. Native like Americans the had their hash, bro, passing that peace yeah. pipe around. Yeah, dude. So psychedelics are huge in those countries. And then fucking the bullshit ass square hold white people are like you can't have psychedelics anymore fucking gay. yeah or we could or we can force them on people and he may or may not go start a cult and get some celebrities killed that is very possible too yeah but is that such a bad thing <laughs> yeah uh, well well i'll uh no more comment there <laughs> 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 I think we I think we were talking about Elon Musk before this and I don't think we finished what we were talking about him but I don't remember what we were talking about when we moved oh, on. Oh, uh, he's going to save Twitter. He, he's going to bring oh, back yeah, Trump. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't even know. I don't honestly I don't think what he's doing is actually going to work. But I think it's I don't even know if he's close. like allowed to buy Twitter. Like I don't know how that works. I don't know. I think it's 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 causing a bunch of kerfuffle. And you're kind of, it's kind of revealed. I think it just reveals like the media and like the type of individuals like who are against it. And it's like, okay, they're so against Elon Musk buying Twitter, but they have no problem with Jeff Bezos buying the Washington Post. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I mean, they're the same people that screamed at us for the last two years that Twitter is a private company and they can do whatever they want to. And now a private investor is going to buy it. So it's like, it's a private company, bro. Like I, and you know, fucking Shane Hazel was the one that kind of told us about like this, where he's like, use their tactics against them. Like take over your mayor, take over the sheriff position, take over those positions and use those executive powers to do the right thing. And it's like, yeah, it sucks that that's able to be done. But they're doing it, so why not you do it? And I don't really – it's not my thing. Like, that's not something that I'm going to do. But I'm not going to fucking sit here and be like, oh, I'm upset that Elon Musk is going to make Twitter more free by buying it outright. Or that Shane Hazel gets elected and he makes executive action to release all drug um, – all people that are in prison because of drugs and he releases them tomorrow like strictly for only possession of drugs or uh, yeah, distribution like of drugs. Like, yeah, nonviolent drug offenders. Like, 
I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, that's an abuse of executive power. I'm going to be like, yeah, you just, you just you ask me. Yeah, technically, it's an people. abuse of executive power, but at least he did it to do the right thing. Like if somebody comes back and takes over his seat and they're like, nope, all those people need to go back to prison. It's too late for that. Like you're fucking yeah. high. And everybody's going to be like, and they are, you're not putting those people. (laughs) Yeah. And, and you're not going to put these people back in prison. Like it's already backfired enough that they're not going to be able to retrace that, you know, like they can make the law. So new people go in, but then people are going to be like, we've been free for four years and we haven't done anything wrong. So you're going to put more people in prison, like using the executive power for that. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna say I say I'm not gonna yeah. fucking act like well, I care about it's it, like, even though it's, it's an abuse of executive power. It's like what isn't well, a fucking abuse of executive power at this point? Yeah, well, it's like when people were mad. Like, I mean, there was certain people. Maybe they weren't necessarily mad, but they were pointing out that it was unethical that, um, what like Ron DeSantis was banning mass mandates for private businesses. Yeah. Right. And. At the same time, it's like, okay, but where did this mass mandate come from? Like, where did this enforcement of this come from? And where did this whole culture and idea, like, it's all, like, it started, it started with Dr. Fauci, him getting on TV, fucking screaming and yelling about whatever nonsense that he screamed about back in 2020. And then we had, oh, you know, we don't wear a mask. We wear a mask. We don't wear a mask, whatever. We're we're for masks. And and then but like then he was like yeah we're not doing that and like i guess there's probably there don't get me wrong there's probably some business owners out there that were like well i, would, I was gonna enforce it because you know that's the fucking apple store and the fucking amazon yeah. store or whatever they're gonna be enforcing shit like that but i don't know at the same time it's like dude like what would you rather have a mandate or the government has to tell you you have to wear something that's never been part of the culture before that we have to wear over your face and it's out of nowhere and it's not even really proven exactly if it works or if like hey we're just not going to do that like well and the, you, the difference is is like it's not saying that private citizens can't wear a mask while they're at work it's saying yeah. companies can't tell private citizens that they have to wear a mask at work there's a difference in these things there's not like there's it's clearly a difference between saying, Hey, we're the government and we're saying everybody has to wear a mask and Hey, we're the government. And we're saying that businesses can't require masks to be worn in a working place by your employees or by customers. Like it's not stopping people from still wearing masks. So the people that need to wear masks or want to wear a mask, can still wear the mask. They're just saying that yeah. the companies, and I'm not saying that it's the right thing to do. I'm not saying that by any means, and that I completely understand the libertarian idealist argument. But come on, let's let's not act like they're the exact same thing because they're not. Because they're not ones, and the libertarians. I mean, we talked about this over the last few years multiple times, where it's like the libertarians that are like, well, having COVID and knowingly bringing it into public is a uh, is a nap violation and it's like well dude then you having any disease being in public that's transmittable any point in time either from blood aerosol or you know bodily fluids if you have anything like that is a nap violation and we've never done that before because there's no way of first off knowing 
um, especially with a sickness like this. And second of all, like an aerosol, like something that can hide on particles that are so microscopically small that you yeah. can't see with the naked eye. It's like, that's not, you can't, you can't tell people that they have to stop living their lives for that. And it's not a nap violation. Having a AIDS knowingly and not telling somebody about it and having sex like with them unprotected, I could see how there could be an argument there, but they aren't arguing that they're saying it's fucking in California. They're saying that it's completely fine to do that. And, you know, I agree. There's a personal responsibility on the other person to know or do that. But if the person outright lies, like whose fault is it then? Is that a nap violation? I would deem it so. Going up to a person and coughing on them purposefully. I mean, I could see how that's a nap violation. But walking around asymptomatic of some disease that you don't even know if you have. That's not a fucking nap violation, you goddamn yeah. dweeb. Yeah. And who like go fuck yourself like and then you never applied this standard before with like flu and like flus kill exactly people every year too yeah. and no one ever cared about like that and like it wasn't a nap violation know. then i mean i know there was a lot of people like don't get me wrong like i've been to work a few times where i felt a little under the weather but i can't just call in whenever i want like yeah. i just can't be like oh i'm good you know, I'm a little sick. I can't come into work. Like, no, I either need the money or I'm fucking, I have to be there. Cause I was like in the military or something. You can't just get like days off like whenever you want. So like, Dude, then, I would have used it so hardcore in the military. I'm sick. I'm sick. Oh, two weeks off. I, I'll chill in my room for two weeks. I don't give a fuck. I used it once for like an ear infection. But they didn't even give me the day off, dude. Well, I just meant COVID. Like, I would have used COVID every oh, for sure. fucking Definitely. three months. It probably was, dude. Like, 100%. Like, yeah. especially in the early days before, like, the, te the testing came out. They're like, oh, I got a cough. I think I have a fever. Like, I just make something up. Like, whatever the symptoms yep. are for the day, I'd be like, that's what I have. That's yep. exactly what I have. <laughs> whatever the symptoms are of the day. Hey, I'll get What's your, your special. Let me get the special COVID yeah. symptoms yeah. of the day. What are your symptoms? Yeah, whatever, whatever. What's the ones for COVID again? Uh, fever. Yeah, that one. That's the one yep. I got. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my dick itches on the left side. Yep. That's, uh, that's COVID. That's COVID. <laughs> COVID. You know, COVID. I would have used it all the fucking time. All the fucking time. I would, especially if it was in my last year. I wouldn't have gone to, I would have lived inside my room for the fucking last year, dude. Yeah. I've been like, I'm still same. sick. I don't know. I'm still sick. Yeah. I'm still testing positive. Yeah. I'm sick, but I'm fucking killing it on Call of Duty right now. Yeah. I just fucking sit there and spit in a cup every couple hours. So I have enough spit to keep testing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and be like, oh, yeah, another, another positive COVID test. Sorry, staff sergeant. <laughs> fuck dude well you know, at the beginning of this you said oh go ahead i was just gonna say that uh dude it is pretty nice being around being around the rednecks here because they don't like they don't buy into any of the covid stuff like a lot of yeah, them you said you had around. a redneck story for me i do dude i'm getting there i'm building up to it dude slow down oh, cool. slow your horses bro oh my bad my bad let me let me get there <laughs> Let me stare. I was you. I was just about to transition into this, so perfect timing. But 
but it's really funny too because like you know like ukraine's like the hot topic like it's in the news it's in the local news because my mom watches local news so sometimes i catch a little bit and it's like it's in there dude they still talk about like little hints of it and but i have to tell you dude most rednecks around here they just don't give a shit about ukraine <laughs> like they that yeah, is why not, would they that is not their top concern right now they they are not worried now don't get me wrong they get they get a little crazy sometimes they talk about it you know and they get a little out of hand where they're like you know why don't we just nuke them and then it's like whoa let's let's calm down guys let's calm down with that one you know and but i'm I'm so happy because you know they don't they don't buy into a lot of this bullshit you know they basically think 2020 uh was stolen so they believe a democratically elected uh thing uh vote they thought that was all completely corrupt and i'm like okay that's cool i like this but and that and that's what like you know that's one thing you know whatever they did to donald trump and they definitely like threw everything at him to like how the fbi put it was to rein him in right so like Trump talked this big game but he basically put all the worst people around him and it was basically like they got everything they wanted you know trump tried to pull out of syria they said fuck you like whatever but the only problem is they reined him in and they canceled him after he got out they have a really bad problem though because all of his voters they're not they're not reined in dude these guys they didn't get canceled they didn't get canceled dude and they're getting they're getting a little, a little rowdy, dude. I mean, they're they're pissed off about like all the right things. Like, you know, they're not very happy with inflation. I don't know. Like, everyone wants to bitch about gas prices. Probably that's a topic. Like every day, someone's bitching about gas prices or or grocery store prices. What did, what did Joe Biden call it? Putin's Putin's price price Putin's hike. I think price hike. Yeah, yeah. He keeps blaming it on Russia, and. Um, but at the and, beginning of this, they said it couldn't have had anything to do with uh, Biden because it was too soon to be involved with Biden. But now it's Putin's fault, even though it was too soon to be Putin's yeah. fault. It doesn't make it sense. They, they fucking it was COVID. They've done this for Russia. fucking four or five years. They've done this since Obama was in. And the 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 Republicans did the same thing, but they just like every every six months they move the fucking goalpost just a little bit further. Oh, it, it's not this, it's that. And it can't be this. And then the same thing that they were arguing four months ago, it's like they're arguing against it or they're using it as their argument now. And it's like, yeah, oh, it's so frustrating because it makes you feel like you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, they blamed it on Trump. Oh, this was Trump's economy. Biden's just doing his best right now. Then it's COVID, the shortages. It's the COVID shortages, you know. The, you know, we still haven't recovered from COVID, blah, blah, blah. And then now it's because of the sanctions with Russia. So it's always something else they got to blame it on besides their own mistakes and what they do with, their, yeah. with the Fed. And that's what's really cool with, like, the, the fucking rednecks around here, dude. Because they, they don't buy any of this bullshit. And what's really surprising, too, is they're not very happy with the republican party either they they fucking can't stand the republican party because they just see as 
they I mean, they vote for the Republicans because, well, they're not the Democrats, right? They're not going to vote for the fucking Democrats. It's the worst thing to them. They hate the Democrats, especially after being in Illinois with Governor Pritzker. These Southern boys down here, they are not happy, Luke. They are not happy about what happened last year. <laughs> Let me tell you. But what's really, and I don't know if it's just coincidence, dude, but you see all this talk about like, you know, education became like kind of like a big deal. It's probably because of the result of COVID, like that stay at home learning, a lot more people saw what was going on. But at the same time, like that became a hot topic. And that's kind of why that Virginia governor won, because he made education like the number one thing he ran on. And <laughs> dude, there was this guy at work and he found out that the teacher was playing something from CNN at his like grandkids class. And it was some, I don't know what class it was, but I don't really know if it was like really being political or if they're just trying to like write a paper on something or whatever, but they showed CNN in class, dude. And he was furious. <laughs> I mean, dude. And that it was, it was actually like really cool because like, regardless, like, yeah, he, th he, he thinks CNN is like this democratic or like leans to the Democrats and it definitely does, but I think it's a lot worse than that. But at the same time, like he's just so pissed off that his grandkid is watching CNN at school. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's what they that's what they do to your kid. And he's uh, I don't know, dude, these these rednecks are getting rowdy. Now, don't get me wrong. Rednecks are always rowdy. And a lot of times there are a lot of talk and there's no action. They just like to be very aggressive when they when they get things out or like, you know, they're like, yeah, we got to, You know what? Why do we even why do I have to pay uh, pay these pedophiles to live in prison? We should just execute them. And you're like, yeah, I guess I can get behind that. Yeah, no bad. And then and then they're like, yeah, and the methods, too. And you're like, ah, mm, uh, and then they're like, uh, and we'll and we'll just fucking nuke your brain. And you're like, all right, dude, like, give me can we slow down a little bit? Like, we don't need to kill everybody. You, were, you had me in the first half. <laughs> like, we were good then. We were good yeah. then. Uh, can we just slow down? Let's just start with the pedophiles and we will cross the other bridges when we come to them. But let's just start with the pedophiles. But and what's also really cool is there a lot more. I would. It's hard. It's hard for these rednecks and right wingers and conservative types. It's really, really hard for them to be against police. Like it's really hard for them, but they definitely are recognizing some things. Dude, it's so crazy because like the true rednecks of the fucking 20s and the 30s and the 40s, they fucking hated police. And yeah. the country boys down in fucking southern Alabama and fucking, you know, southern Georgia and either even parts of northern Georgia. Like, I mean, the Wild West, baby. They fucking, yeah, they they fucking the police. hated the police because the police were trying to take over their shit and they were stopping their progress and They're the law especially like the prohibition they knew that all the cops were crooked and they knew that all the crop cops were doing this and they were doing that and they were doing this and they were doing that and they hated them for it they fucking hated them for it and i i, I the only time that i can see that it changed and, and this is just my opinion i don't have any actual backing for it was either 
the late 60s, early 70s with the hippies or Reagan. Like that's the only two things I can think of the Republicans switching and being or like the good old boys switching and being on the side of the police. Because I don't know when it fucking happened, because historically, when I when I hear about it, you hear about prohibition and it's like the fucking Hicks hated the police, hated yeah. them. Hey, yeah, dude. Dude, I mean, that's one, dude, these red, they like their beer, dude. Like they, you know, a lot of them, they're not really, and don't get me wrong. There's probably Isn't it crazy more. in the United States that we had, sorry, that we had alcohol being able to be drank whenever we wanted for what? 140 years. And then they were like, nope, we're banning it. Mm-hmm. And they banned alcohol. Like, that's a wild, that's a wild thing to me. Like, that's I a wonder, wild thing. Like, it's something that's been around in our culture for a hundred plus years at that point. Because, you know, since the seven, late 1700s, when I mean, the Marine Corps from? was founded in a bar. It was in the, the late, uh, like the, not the late, the early 1900s. It was 1918, 1916, 1920 to 19, 1920, uh, 30. Yeah, because it was, yeah. So for 13 years, the United States was dry and it wasn't, it wasn't actually dry, but it was dry legally. Dude. Dude. So I'll just, I just looked something up and I made this correlation. And since I just made this correlation, it must be fucking true. Um, well, world war one ended in 1918 yes and then two years later they're like we got an alcohol problem <laughs> all the vets came home all the, <laughs> all the vets came home and they're like this is not fucking good dude we <laughs> i mean it, let's I mean, it's take probably... away let's take away the yeah. one thing that makes them feel whole yeah, it's well. The, well, the I mean, thing about like when people came home from World War to that because there was like no word for PTSD. They just called it but, shell shock back in the yeah. day. Well, the thing about the also the thing about World War One when people came back from World War One, a lot of the vets saw what were what was happening because what World War One started in 19, 1913? Was that when the Archduke Bishop fucking Franz Ferdinand uh, was assassinated. 1914. 1914. I was close. Um, I'm not that bad at history, but you know, fucking 1914, World War One starts. You have a four-year world war. A lot can change in four years. And a lot of people, I mean, this is where we see uh what was the um what was the uh fuck the rebellion. It's like the Tennessee something rebellion. There was like a couple of rebellions that happened because the local officials were that didn't go off to war were taking advantage of the communities because the especially in a lot of the small towns, because the men were away at war. The men that usually stood up and then they came back and they were fucking war fighters. The whiskey. No, whiskey rebellion was fucking um, back before that. That was way back. That was after the Battle of uh, Athens was after World yeah, War. Yeah, Battle II. of Athens. That's what I was yeah. thinking of. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking of. That was World War Two. But uh, you know, and you also had all black fucking um, platoons in World War One. You had all black platoons in World War Two, obviously too. But you had all all African American, all prior slaves, um, or slave families, I guess, 
uh, being part of the United States military and they're coming back from the war and they're getting treated like dog shit. And it's like, and then they, and then that's the crazy part is two years later, once everybody's back home, probably got out of the military because they're like, fuck this. Like I just went through fucking hell and the military draws down because they don't need the same amount of bodies. And half of them were fucking drafted. They're like, all right, well, we'll, uh, they get drunk and they probably did shit that the local politicians didn't like. And I don't even know how the idea, like, I don't, I don't know enough history about it, but how the idea of prohibition came around. I imagine like something like there had to be a couple things that happened where the United States was like for 13 years, we went through prohibition 13. Like that's a wild number. Well, and that's how the Kennedys made all their fucking money. They were fucking good old boys. Yeah. They were bootleggers. And that's how they made all their fucking it's like it's not a fucking conspiracy theory. Like that's a legit fact. That's how the Kennedys made their fucking money. And then they obviously did made more money and godly amounts of money after that. But, you know, that it's just wild that things coincide like that. It's like the it's like the end of World War Two and the Great New Deal. And, you know, like it's just the start of uh, the war on terror and the Patriot Act. And, you know, like, it's just so easy in times of war to absolutely, or times immediately after those wars to just absolutely terrorize the nation and nobody realized it's a bad thing. Yeah. Well, you got like this, you kind of have like, kind of thinking like you have this apparatus or a bunch of people that are involved in this war and then they're profiting off this war and, and all this. Well, yeah. then the war is over. So now they're like, well, I'm really good at war. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck am I going to do for the government? So there's like this incentive is like, well, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't really actually know if like, you know, entities that were part of World War One were and then the same government agencies and entities kind of moved into this prohibition. I can thing, almost guarantee like, that that's a correct. There's probably assumption. something. Yeah, there's probably something like that where they want to turn. It's like these governments want to turn their power like inward. somewhere else in, yeah, inward. Yeah, eventually inward. The war comes home. Yeah, the war comes home. And, you know, the World War One was over. And now it was a war on alcohol. And that's when you see like the rise of like mobsters and shit and it's where, like what's the, the, the one of the most famous Al, Al Capone that's what he yeah. was like I think it was in Chicago and he like dominated the bootlegging area in Chicago and that's mainly what the mobsters were making all their profit off of yeah and that's what I'm saying like it's just it's wild when when you really start to think about things and you think about the time frames, like there's, I mean, we've, I've said it before. There's no such thing as fucking coincidence at, at this point. Like you can't believe in coincidence. The world works in weird fucking. Dude, it had to have been bad. It had to have been to bad. Have... Like I, well, I know the, I the bet there was some 20, like there was degeneracy the in the streets dude. for this. To like, uh, well, I, just, get rid I don't of shit, dude. I feel like it, like, I feel like it was bad, but I feel like it was blown up. Like there, I, I've never oh, actually sure. looked into it. For I, sure. I've never actually looked into why we did prohibition. It just like, I never thought of it like that way. But now that we're sitting there talking about it, it just seems like such an insane thing to do. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Not that it's not even that Americans are just like crazy drinkers like we are. But I think that's mostly in recent history. That's mostly because we've made it such a like taboo thing where 
once you turn 21, people just get fucking blackout drunk and binge drink. So because it's so taboo in our society, but you know, like there couldn't have been things that were that bad that we could, we were drinking for a hundred plus years. Yeah. We got to go back and look who lobbied for it. Cause I bet it was some, like some Christian organizations. I bet it was something like that. That'd be really interesting. I wonder if we could find somebody that could sit there and talk about that with us. But I bet it was, I bet, I bet there is some like, corporation out there that you would kind of be surprised about you're like well that's interesting why are they it's like why are they lobbying fucking, this bill fucking ibm they were trying to gain <laughs> funding for the fucking they knew that hitler was going to come to power in the 30s they were like oh we gotta we yeah. gotta get these ovens ready it's it's yeah whoever's lobbying for it and making money so however they can make money in some weird way that you didn't even think of that they can make money off of banning alcohol You'd well, like, and to oh, me, it seems like it, it seems like another it seems like another cop thing. Like, that's what it seems to me. It seems like another state thing. It's another way to put people in prison and gain more money from prisons. And that's just my very superficial assumption, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> this is our yeah, like, I'm not guess. saying that that's true. Yeah, that's this is just our educated my guess, guess off like, like four Wikipedia. <laughs> no, not even that, dude. That's that's not, it's not even that. That's literally just me spouting from the fucking bullshit out my ass. Like that hasn't like that's just yeah. what I would assume because there, the there state no lost a shit ton of money. No, the, the state lost a shit ton of money because they weren't getting gaining funding for war. So the war has to come home. The war has to come home. Who gets to be fucked for that? The people, obviously. And what's I an bet easy it was the way mob. make something. T- oh, I bet I bet you the mob probably had something to do with it. I bet but the, the mob, mob the mob was for the I bet, pat, like prohibition, dude. I bet you they were fucking Democrats too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> dude, honestly, I bet they were. I bet it was Democrats. I don't know why. I'm just guessing because I hate the fucking Democrats. <laughs> it's like the, the the fucking fucking Republicans, the guy sticking the stick in the bike and falling oh, over. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's us who is the fucking Democrats. <laughs> fucking Democrats. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. It's just a weird, we ha- we'll have to, I'll have to look into that more. Somebody fucking knows that's listening to this. You let us know why prohibition started. Write me a fucking three-page MLA format yeah. report. And, I'm sure uh, there's send it to me. I'll grade. What it. I'm oh, sure yeah. of is there was Better good pictures because I can't read. Understandable it. reasons why someone would think it's a good idea, or there's a bunch of crazy shit happening. But I also think the other side is someone heavily profited off of prohibition. Oh yeah. And I wanna, well, I, and I, I, I guarantee you, somebody profited extremely well off of it. It's like the the illegalization of cocaine. Fucking doctors used it to treat patients for a long ass time. Long ass time. And then it got banned. And I'm upset for that. So I just wanted to bring up cocaine. I don't know. Fucking well, dude, talk about talk <laughs> about cocaine. You know what I always thought was the most baller move was when Pablo Escobar took that picture. When he yeah. was like wanted, and he took yeah. that picture. I think in front it was of the White House. Kid. Yeah, in front of the White House. You're like, God, that dude's a savage, dude. Could you imagine, like, the build up to fucking the Iraq War? 
And then you just see Saddam Hussein like taking a selfie with the fuck. Osama bin Laden <laughs> just fucking chilling, dude, with yeah. his fucking 17 sons. Yeah, or Saddam Hussein, whatever. Saddam Hussein just chilling, dude. Osama bin Laden. Yeah, Saddam Hussein and Osama bin Laden, like right in the height, right before <laughs> the Iraq war. Next dude. to each other. Taking selfies, and there's the White House, dude. You see, like, I don't know, George Bush doing something dumb in the background. You're like, God, dude. <laughs> What a baller. <laughs> George Bush is painting the PTSD vets that have already died in the war previously from his father. Yeah. Just like on the lawn. <laughs> Fucking yeah, gold dude. star families. God damn it. I mean, that that is some, I don't know. I feel like you couldn't do that today. I feel like that would not work out well. If you were a drug no. lord and you're wanted by the FBI, I feel like you couldn't get Fucking away with a... El Chapo got out picture. of prison multiple times, so I don't know. That's I don't true. know. He might be able to. Dude, I swear the cartel has, like, deeper ties to our country than we even know about. <laughs> yeah. They got deeper ties to, ties to this country than we do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure, dude. I'm sure they have it all in with, like, fucking LA, LA cops and cops and probably cops in phoenix probably some oh. corruption going on dude oh yeah but i was telling somebody about the the fucking the uh the organ shit that happened like the <laughs> organ donor shit that happened here in phoenix like two years ago yeah and they didn't realize like the emts were like coming upon like car accidents and just regular shit and uh just not reviving people because they were selling them too. And I was like, yeah, dude, they were fucking selling bodies. They were selling bodies and they found the body parts. And I don't know if it's cartel related or, you know, big pharma or whatever, who knows, who knows what it fucking is. I haven't heard shit about cartel. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't, I haven't heard shit about it since, but he was like, Oh no, I just remember them finding the warehouse. And I was like, no, this shit goes deep. Like, and that's why we haven't heard shit about it. Like I can't, I didn't even, I didn't look at it afterwards. We just talked about it this week, but I was like, I need to go and go back and look at that shit because I've, it's been yeah, fucking silent about that since that happened. It, yeah. It was like in the news and it was like kind of like a shock and then it was just gone, which is really yeah, weird. It happened like during COVID and shit. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It was probably fucking Pfizer to be honest. They were probably like, oh, <laughs> what does this do to human tissue? It was Johnson and Johnson. Does this make somebody's balls itch? Let's try it on this dead guy. So I found something and it's, it's real because I saw the website and I had to go type it in, but there is a website. So any, any of our, probably some of our listeners need, need to do this, but there is a website, a dating app called unvaccinated.com, dude. (laughs) Yeah. And then the slogan is uh what is it um i'll find it it's in the group chat yeah it's something with pure blood in it yeah it says pure blood something i got it i got it right here it's popping up uh fuck where is that there it is unvaccinated.com and it's for oh they changed it it's for immune system lovers that's what the thing says but if you go oh, to the website i think it says something this about pure being... blood pure love that's what it is yeah yep pure that's blood 
pure love <laughs> we're fucking we're going into the harry potter universe right now we're gonna start calling people mugbloods dude that there's like a hundred million people that are unvaccinated and 200 something million people that are vaccinated so those unvaccinated people dude we were the ones that's gonna carry on this race my dad fully <laughs> believes my father an expert in science. He has a PhD. Um, he went to Harvard, graduated top of his class. He is a doctor. And uh, he says that this vaccine is a plan to depopulate the human race. And Fucking hopefully, dude. And but well, it I mean, doesn't make sense I called, because the people that I they're depopulating... I called him crazy. But then... There came out these articles about women that were having difficulties getting pregnant. Yeah. And when he found that out, dude, oh my god. But it doesn't make sense. Why would they why would they why would they make those people, the ones that believe them, go extinct? And then the ones that don't believe them stay. Do they think they just have such a strong hold over the children of the nation that even if they are unvaccinated, they can take control good of the point. kids? Why would, they, why would they kill off their most obedient, hmm, their most Populous. obedient people? That's a good point. You know, that actually, I think I said Ask your dad. dad. Ask your fucking doctorate of Harvard dad. Yeah, my dad, he's very prestigious wrote a bunch of papers been doing it for 40 years um <laughs> yeah i'll ask him i'll bring him he probably never thought of this i don't know that's a good question maybe you know i think i've seen this theory before where maybe this vaccine oh man our thing will probably get taken down off youtube but maybe this vaccine <laughs> is it's the, just... la it's the last 15 minutes there it's not gonna yeah. get taken down they, oh, they're okay. not gonna listen this far <laughs> we got taken down for the first 10 minutes when we were talking about trans people getting drafted into the marine corps yeah that's right but maybe maybe people this vaccine is like not really supposed to do anything like it's just kind of like a, yeah you got it you know we got our money thanks thanks for supporting pfizer but then when the real virus comes, then they're going to put out the cure and only their obedient will get it. And then the people that are not obedient will just die of the real disease that Dr. Fauci created in a lab in Ukraine. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe. Fuck. We'll see. I don't know, man. I don't know. That'll be fucking crazy. It's like we were talking in The Boy Who Cried Wolf. Like, they're... There's yeah. going to be people that don't believe shit that they say ever. And I'm probably one of those people because yeah, it just, just doesn't like shit. They've lied so many times that it's like, why would yeah. I believe you at this point? Yeah, exactly. That's why it's like, you know, anything they say about like, well, you know, they, they screamed about, you know, Assad gassing his own people. Well, that was a lie. Yep. You yep. know, Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. Well, that was a lie. Yeah. You know, they could be, they can probably get on like CNN right now could be like, Russia has fired the nukes. And I'll be like, fake news. As the mushroom cloud is going over my fucking head, I'll be like, fake <laughs> news. Fake I'd be news. like, the United States did it. The United States did it. 
it was the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> the three parentheses. We can't say Jews. Yeah, dude, do I don't you, know, dude. Do you think you could get along with a Russian soldier? Yeah, probably. We probably have more in common than I fucking do with most people in yeah. the United States. Dude, we should try. That should be who we get on the podcast. We should get a Russian vet. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be I'm down. Crazy. We're like, dude, do you guys do actually crazy shit or is it all propaganda yeah. too? We, we won't even discuss like the geopolitics. We're only going to compare like our what, what was your boot camp like? And we'll, yeah. do 30 <laughs> we'll minutes just on tell boot, boot camp. camp stories. <laughs> Boots, yeah. Boot camp stories with a Russian vet. Yeah, dude. Our followers need <laughs> to find a Russian vet that can speak English and we can fucking do this. Yeah, that'd be fucking legit, dude. Talk yeah, that'd be dope. Russian. I don't care if he's from like the fucking Cold War era. There, he's probably more badass than us anyways. So, yeah. but if you could find one that's like yeah, 20 if, or, or 35, that'd be dope. Or a Ukrainian one. And we'll, me and Luke will read the diary of Anne Frank to him. Um. For, and if he doesn't cry at the end, he's we know like us, I guess, because I didn't cry. <laughs> I don't. If he, uh, if we get like, done with bitch the book, deserved it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> if he ends it and he's like, "Good, that's the best ending I've ever heard in my life." <laughs> he's like, "Fuck women." No, I just kidding. <laughs> I don't care that she was a Jew, but I hate women. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. I just hope they have the same humor. That's what I want from a Russian soldier. I just hope they have the same humor because if they don't and they're just like serious the whole time, I'm going to be like, man, you're kind of whack. And then, you know, I feel like the KGB they have, is going to assassinate me in my own fucking. They probably have darker humor than us, dude. I bet. We'll I be hope like, so. God, not the kids, bro. Like, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck the kids in Mother Russia. We rape children. It's like, Jesus, it's a joke. Dude. Laugh. <laughs> i can't think of the if the problem is, is i can't think of them as not a villain like it's hard to imagine a russian that's not a villain you know dude they're because... our champions for freedom right now like that's what they are like that's <laughs> how i is see saving them. the world putin is literally jesus he's the second coming of christ he's fighting you know the great war that our grandparents always talk about dude he's taking down yeah. the nazis he's taking down the nazis and he's going to bring Russia back to the great superpower that it once was. Make Russia great again. Make Russia great again, dude. That's why he's going to try to get Trump elected in 2024. And it's up to us <laughs> to save our democracy. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> that's all we that's all we wrote. That's all. That's it. That's the uh, that's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys fucking enjoyed it. Go check out our shit. Go check out our sponsor. Um, we should probably talk to our sponsor after this episode, just in case we need some legal representation. Oh, yeah. For, you know, whenever the Patriot Act comes after us or whatever, dude. Yeah, exactly. So, fuck yeah. We'll see you guys next week. We out. <laughs>